the Cranmer Show. This show is brought to you by Bing Pot Trivia. How many times have you been to a trivia night where it just felt like somebody reading questions? Well, Bing Pot Trivia prides themselves on bringing high-energy, dynamic hosts to every event. The show leans heavily on visual elements. Their questions are designed to make you laugh or roll your eyes, while also challenging your knowledge on pop culture, high school science, culinary arts, and everything in between. Their typical show runs five rounds, including a photo round, general knowledge on pop culture, riffs on different game shows, absurd 50-50 questions, and a super sweet music round. Check out bingpottrivia.com today to book your trivia night. Again, that is a bingpottrivia.com. Tell my boy Danny that your friend Quinn sent you. All right, let's get on with the show. My next guest first appeared on my radar as Firefly number three alongside Vin Diesel in The Pacifier. But quickly, she uh, ended up being part of two of my favorite TV shows growing up. Playing the environment lover Lizzie McDonald in Life with Derek. And of course, one up, if not the first female to male transgender teen on Canadian TV, Adam Torres on Degrassi Next Generation. Nowadays, you can find her streaming her favorite video games, posting on her YouTube channel, and so much more. It is my pleasure to welcome to the Quinmar Show, Jordy Todesey. Jordy, what's going on? Hey, thank you so much for that intro. That's awesome. <laughs> No problem. And, uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I, I had to bring up the pacifier thing just because um, I, I, that it's crazy because you I remember seeing it like I would watch it before Life with Derek, obviously, and then after Life with Derek. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's Lizzie from Life with Derek as one yeah. of the fireflies. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was the first uh, the first thing that I really booked, which is crazy. So it's insane. And yeah. that, I want to kind of get into that. Um, so as a Canadian kid, Ontario kid growing up, how did you get into like acting? Like were you, what were your parents doing? Like, were they in the industry? So no, they, uh, they're both very creative people. Uh, my dad, you know, is very musically inclined. Uh, my mom is a writer. So also just naturally a very creative person. Um, and uh, I think that's why when, you know, I went to my mom at the young age of, of like, I think it was eight years old or seven years old. Um, I, I said, I really want to, you know, start acting. And uh, both of them were like, oh, like, I don't know. And uh, they, they kind of thought that it would just be a phase. So, you know, they, they got me an agent. I started auditioning. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that they thought it would just be like, oh, she'll get tired of it after a little bit. And then, you know, she won't really book anything. And well, then I ended up booking stuff. So. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, very, very blessed that my mom was able to, uh, she was a stay at home mom. So, uh, was, was able to actually drive me to and from auditions and, uh, you know, really support that creative endeavor. Now growing up uh, like in the, in the area you did, I don't think it would probably wasn't really a well-known thing to act. So like with your friends, I know you're so young, but like with your friends, like, did they find it weird? Cause like other kids would be going like, you might've too, but other kids might've been going to soccer practice or going to play the trumpet. Like, and then you would go to auditions. So, like, what was that aspect like? Um, honestly, like I know at that age, you know, kids are, kids are wild and you just, you have a whole different mentality. There's, there's really no logic. It's just kind of, you, you go, at least that's the way I was as a kid. Um, so I really didn't think much of it other than it was just something I wanted to do similar to, yeah. Like if, you know, a, another kid was going to soccer practice, um, and to be honest, I didn't really like, you know, I'd say it wasn't 
until I started booking things uh, and and friends started seeing me actually on their TV that then it was kind of like, oh, wait, what the heck? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the auditioning I just, I just is- I her is, in math class. Now she's on TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the auditioning process is honestly like, you know, fairly boring. And so uh, I feel like maybe it's just my friend group, but it was never that interesting to, to friends. So Yeah. Well, I, but uh, yeah, at the same time, because like for you, was it a few auditions until you got something or was it like one of the first ones? Boom, you got a commercial. Like what was your like little little uh, trail like to get into it? Yeah, it was. I want to say it was probably like. <clears throat> within the first you know six months it was under a year um I'm pretty sure that because when I asked my parents about uh like wanting to start auditioning and wanting to start acting um I asked them and they didn't actually like get me an agent until you know a year or two later like I said I was maybe seven or eight uh and then I'm pretty sure I had just turned like nine years old um and once again you know this is kid memory. So, uh, but I know that I was nine years old when I booked the pacifier. Um, so it was very close to, you know, within the first year, um, which is, I think why I, you know, kept doing it. I, I feel like if I had done it for, for <laughs> a lot longer, just auditioning and getting nothing, I don't know if I would have kept going. Um, I know that's, you know, like I was saying what my parents probably thought, but, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty quick. Um, and I ended up booking the pacifier, but then I actually booked a <laughs> Tropicana Twister commercial. Oh, that's and it. <laughs> I booked. So the way that like, obviously when you book something, it's not like, okay, tomorrow you're filming. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I booked the pacifier, maybe, you know, a, a week or whatever later I had booked the commercial, which was filming before the, uh, the pacifier was. So I, you know, as a kid, I was like, oh, it's like good practice for the the big movies. <laughs> <laughs> the Hollywood ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The blockbusters. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, hey, that's a good little streak though. You start with a pacifier and just a week after you got a commercial, though. That's that's not a bad start. Yeah, hey, the rest is history. <laughs> I have a question about the pacifier. You might not know because you're so young, but do you remember that it was supposed to film in a certain location and they moved it? Do you remember that at all? Because I have a story behind that. I don't. No, yeah, you were um, again. You are you were I, young, so you might. Not. I do have a funny story to do with the pacifier. Okay. Um. So there's like a scene where, and it was in the original script where you know the the Girl Scouts fight the Boy Scouts for the um like where they can sell the the Girl Scout cookies or whatever is like outside of a Costco or Sam's Club or whatever it was, right? Um, like the turf, you're fighting for the turf. And uh, so we had gotten like uh, stunt work training as kids to like do out this whole like fight scene. Um, so each like one of us Girl Scouts fought like one of the Boy Scouts and it was like super epic, super awesome. Obviously as a kid that like loved, you know, anime growing up and fighting and just like being a badass and like, all that. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. So we got trained, like I said, a week. And when we watched the final film, they had essentially taken the scene that we filmed and took the week preparing for, and they put it on the, um, I'm pretty sure. So they cut the whole big scene of it out. And then all that the fighting came down to was 
Uh, you know, when um, Vin Diesel sees the security footage while he's grocery shopping and he yeah. sees the Girl Scouts fighting the Boy Scouts? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was going to be a whole scene. Oh, <laughs> so but he, said he my... just thought that was it. <laughs> so, of oh. course, my, like, kid spirit was just, like, broken i was like you told oh everybody you knew about it and it was yeah, like the yeah. thing you talked about now is no that's yeah yeah so i honestly i would pay so much money if anybody has that original scene footage somewhere on a hard drive oh my god but <laughs> that'd be so cool the, well, there's also there's a degrassi connection between that do you know what that is Oh, uh, Demetrius. Yeah, yes. yeah. He was in the voice. Yes, yeah. Demo. Oh, you, my goodness. You, you have a lot of, like, throughout your career, there's a few Degrassi and Life with Derek connections throughout other parts of, like, uh, things you were doing, which we'll get into, which is, as I was doing my research, I was like, huh, there's a name I recognize. There's another one. It's like, everything comes. I mean, I guess being Canadian actor, it's, worlds are going to collide, but I was yeah. really surprised how much they collided. Yeah. Um, but the story I was going to say about the pacifier, the reason I asked if they changed locations was um, the baby was, I'm pretty sure it must have been played by twins because most of them are. And yeah. um, my cousin, I have a little small, like younger cousins that are twins and they were going to play that part. But then apparently the movie got moved. So then changed location. So they weren't able to do it anymore. Oh, no. That's why I asked if you knew about the location thing, just because like it, it's the biggest thing our family talks about. That's like the only thing that's cool about our family is that, yeah, they were going to play the baby. Oh, I'm so sorry they didn't get to. <laughs> I know. Oh, hey, maybe maybe so they could have been actors by now. I'm not sure. Oh, my but, goodness. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, whenever I think about that movie, it's the first thing I think of. That's hilarious. No, yeah. I honestly, I, I, you know, once again, I was young, um, so it wasn't even like on my radar oh, no, it was just kind of you know what, what happened do you know where it was filmed uh i know that it like parts of it were obviously in toronto yeah. um i i can't guarantee for everything i just know the the like what i was in you know what very little yeah. scenes <laughs> i was in um was filmed in toronto i'm pretty mm -hmm. sure but uh or toronto area um but I yeah, know a lot, a lot of movies are filmed in Vancouver, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's where the rest of it was. But right, right. You know, that's that's uh, my my family's uh, claim to fame is that, that they were they were almost in a movie. That that's about it. Um, small world, small yeah, world. I honestly, I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. Although, yeah, it's so like that's so disappointing. They weren't. Damn. <laughs> I know. I know. It, I, and yeah, it could it could have been good for them. And that that was even cooler that you're in it then because it was before. Well, not before, but it was just at the beginning of fast and furious so like vin diesel then wasn't the vin diesel now of course he had some like big like big ish movies but like not the way he does now and he was a right. skinny guy in that movie for a guy being so, supposed to be so muscular compared to now it's crazy i, I went and rewatched it today because i hadn't seen it in a while it's hey. like he, lo he looks like a totally different person it's crazy oh my goodness see now i have to rewatch it because it's been years oh since yeah I've seen like that. He's he's a uh, a shit brick house now compared to what he was in that. In wow. That yeah, he he was a skinny skinny guy. Again, he probably kicked my ass, no problem. But he was a lot skinnier then. <laughs> it's so funny because like at the time, obviously, like it was you know first big thing that I booked, so I was obviously over the moon about it. Um, but obviously, like you know, I I had seen um 
what movie was it? Oh, uh, like Triple X or- Oh yeah, or, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's the only and other so, movie I can think of with him in it before the Fast movies. Yeah. yeah, and so as a kid, like, I, you know, I guess that was just one of the movies. Like I said, I, I loved like fighting movies, action movies, anime, all that stuff. So um, I was like super hype. I was like, oh my goodness, like I get to meet Vin Diesel. And uh, so yeah, I have like a bunch of, I actually, back in the day when I was young, I would make, um scrapbooks for every film and like you know post photos oh. and it was just it was something that you know it, it's a great memory to look back on now um but yeah so i know i was super super hyped to get some like photos with Diesel and he was really really great with all the kids too like super nice um yeah it made us all feel you know just like special and seen which you know is is good especially when it's like your first big thing so yeah and then clearly yeah. that uh, that memory, something like that lasts when something is like, when someone's so nice to you as a kid, however, oh, many yeah. years, almost 20 years later, I'm aging you, but almost 20 years later, you remember it still, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, that, that's, that's sweet. Um, Before we get into life with Derek, I just want to like go back to you as a kid. So you're talking about anime and stuff. Was that like, <laughs> besides acting, was like anime your like big passion? Um, You know, yeah, like I, here's the thing. And I'm sorry, my best friend, Justin, I gotta, I gotta say a shout out to Justin because the two of us uh, growing up, we would watch anime and we would be those kids like running barefoot in the backyard, pretending that we were like Inuyasha and Naruto and literally doing like the ninja run, like those memes that you see that that was. In oh, fact, with your hands behind Yeah, yeah, the ninja run. Did you do it <laughs> too? No of way. course. Of course. No. I I was definitely like a tomboy growing up and so you know I loved Bionicles and we'd be mm -hmm. we'd be playing with that on the schoolyard and yeah playing pretend essentially and I think mm -hmm. that's um why you know acting was kind of like bringing that level of pretending to the next to the next level I guess yeah, I and and bringing it into you know a a, a job or a career um and even as a kid, like, you know, I always liked entertaining. Um, and so, yeah, pretending I loved anime. Um, I, I loved music as well. And obviously I was a Nintendo kid through and through. Like I, I love the GameCube games, Game Boys, all that, like N64s. Yeah, it was um, definitely very, very uh, important in my childhood. <laughs> Game, GameCube has to be the most underrated console. It is right? not talked about enough. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And it has the, one of the best intros of when you still like the startup, when it does the thing goes around. Yeah. Like and then you hold the Z, the little blue Z, and it goes, and it has like yeah, the, yeah, monkey, yeah, the, yeah. the Donkey Kong sound version. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was that oh, one. Yeah. And then the, my PlayStation 2 that like sometimes if the game wasn't about to work, it would stop on the thing and then it would be like, oh, no, it's not going to work. And then it goes zoom and then it would start to work. But oh if, if the game didn't work, it would just never keep going with the intro. That's something I just remember remember as a kid. Now, you, that. that's something you never have to worry about consoles or PC or anything now. And, uh, well, yeah, now I, I mm. primarily game on PC and, you know, it's I love it. I I'm I actually just played some Val last night, uh, oh, no. Valorant, for the first time in a while. And I was I was like, yes, I've missed this. <laughs> <laughs> that's me with the uh, OG Fortnite right now yes oh yeah they brought back the original map yeah, yeah. but it, it was kind of silly though because they they went from right to the beginning but every few days they move ahead they're moving ahead to try to get to the current time so but it's happening way oh. too quick so you're not getting uh, a lot of time of like the actual the og stuff so oh that's disappointing yeah. Yeah. yeah i never really got into fortnite i i played uh more apex than i did Fortnite. okay yeah so, um i played i liked the ones. yeah yeah 
Well, I liked the Titanfall games, and I really liked the movement in that, and I just, you know, the mecha aspect of it, I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. So then when Apex came out, I was like, ah, all right, sick. And now now I'm on the Val grind. So. Yeah. Were, you, were you ever into PUBG? <laughs> uh, no. You know no. what? I did play it. I think, goodness, I feel like I've, was that on mobile? I think so. It was I a really so. scuff version, I feel like, I, if it was I, on yeah, mobile. I think you're right. But I feel like if I did play it anywhere, it was on on mobile, which yeah, is it was embarrassing like, to say. Well, people, yeah, people tried to say that like Fortnite was like the first like um, I can't even remember what the what the type of game. Oh, was. like Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah, but but it was PUBG or yeah. and I'm I'm pretty sure and and Apex or Apex was right after it was they're they're all around yeah. the same the three of them I remember I know that. Yeah, but, I um, I don't know the history of them all, so yeah, I no, don't don't quote us. Yeah, yeah. I, I I know briefly, not not too much, because I'm I'm basic. I play like NHL, MLB, and like Call of Duty and Fortnite. I play the nice, most basic nice. games. That's cool. Hey, you know what? Games are games. That's why they exist. People That's like true. them. Fair yeah. enough. Um, so get into one of my favorite. Actually, no, I guess it'd be my favorite Family Channel show because mm -hmm. I always blend Family Channel and Disney Channel together because they show Disney Channel shows on family channel so yeah. i would say life with derek was easily my favorite family channel show so you obviously played lizzie mcdonald like i said now was i'm assuming that audition process was like any other for you yeah um like i i remember i i don't i think they brought another actor in that was supposed to play Edwin or like another I don't know it's always so hard to remember because like I, I actually remember the pacifier audition more than I do <laughs> really? like Eric yeah and it was okay. only because um the they there was like a line and it was something like uh, oh no God's no glory and it was like you were supposed to yell it right it was hence that fight scene thing right yeah. and I remember um because my mom you know not that she's an actor or anything but she would obviously like help me memorize my lines and really try to get me into the headspace of the characters that I'd be auditioning for and she's like you know I if you're like gonna do it you just gotta go all out and I want to hear you yelling from like outside of the audition room and uh and so you know i obviously yelled and she's yeah. like i heard you good job and then i booked that but the, and i think it's i think the reason i remember that is because it was like you know one of the first big auditions and and you know something more memorable i guess um where life with eric like i had been auditioning for you know a, a, i guess a little bit longer for more like big scale things outside of just commercials yeah um so I really don't know. Like I, I have a vague memory that they brought another character in who was supposed to play like Edwin. And I don't, I honestly have no idea if it was actually Danny Mags or not. Um, but I'm pretty sure like I have a very fond memory of me like grabbing, you know, said Edwin, Edwin. by the shirt and like pulling him in and being like, ah, and like saying the line or something. Yeah. And so I, I often wonder if the, the simple, confidence like doing that like yelling like going all out or or pull you know grabbing somebody that's there um you know kind of sets you apart from maybe the other actors like i i don't know but i have no idea what scene it was or no. really anything <laughs> <laughs> but i know I, I think you're right though like if it didn't call in the script for you to do that and you did it and like no one else did there you're gonna be you're gonna stand out compared to anyone else that, that did the audition right yeah. And that's something that honestly, like even throughout, you know, auditioning as an adult, I've always tried to um, really implement. And obviously, you know, you can't 
not always possible, but at right. the same time, you always try to make that memorable difference, I guess, or, or make something unique and, and yeah. Yeah. Um, now for family channel, like I, I maybe cause you're like, you're only a year older than me, but like as a kid, I don't remember really many family channel shows that stood out to me, like specifically family channel for you. Do you ever remember watching family channel as a kid before you were on live with Eric? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, like, I, I remember really liking radio free Roscoe. I'm pretty sure that was on family channel yeah, yeah you're right um and obviously like i was a hillary duff fan through and through um i just saw like a tiktok that came up on my feed and it was the like a throwback to the come clean song that hillary yeah. duff released and mm -hmm. bro i posted on my story i was like <laughs> this song still like tickles my brain every time i hear it like i, it, I it's my dream crush i went to her right? concert when i was eight me and my mom yeah oh my it, was my, it was my first concert <laughs> yeah I love that. Avril Lavigne was my first concert. And oh, she was yeah. also like, I was a hardcore Avril Lavigne fan too, through and yeah. through. Um, but it's funny because I got a, um, so Morgan York, who was on um, The Pacifier, also filmed, um, oh, Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah. And Hilary Duff was in that. And I guess um, there was like, somehow while we were filming that, um, Hillary Duff was like in Toronto or something. And so she was like mentioning to me like on set, cause I don't know, like us kids, we, we also, um, stayed like a night in a hotel or something. One of the, so maybe we did film somewhere. Oh, interesting. Maybe we did film, film in like Hamilton or something, because I do remember, see all the memories are coming back. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Um, she was like, oh yeah, like if you like Hillary Duff, like I can get you like a signed album or something. And so <laughs> I would I would so die I, if I had that now. Right. I was like, can I just like like be packed in your like purse and yeah. then like pop out and be like, oh my god, hi. Like yeah, yeah. obviously not, but um, so there was like some connection that way that happened. And anyway. You know what's crazy? This is this is all adding up because you would so the movie came out in 2005 so you would have filmed 2004 and i said i saw her when i was eight which was 2004 because i would i was born 96 so she was probably performing when she was in toronto when you would when you would have talked about her with morgan oh my goodness that that's so, so much cool sense. that's cool yeah damn i know it's all like, coming together she's my dream crush as a kid i had like a fake wedding and my friend was like the 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 officiant for it and i married her oh she's uh she's my dream crush i just listened to her uh on josh peck's podcast oh my goodness yeah that's no that's so, so funny that you love you love her too she's the best and she she to me is one of the child actors that like the rare ones that didn't like have yes. like have things like happen to her like Lindsay lohan who's like great now great like how she's yep. doing amanda mine's not so much but yeah she was like the rare one that, that nothing like that ever happened yeah at least not honestly well it's interesting because like you know i was just thinking how you know and obviously i don't actually know because i don't know the whole just in my opinion and looking back it feels like hillary duff was one of the first um like disney stars that they really tried to um create even with like music and you know i remember seeing her music videos on like family channel or mm -hmm. disney or whatever um because i was trying to think of like who was like a big Disney star that, you know, was before Hillary Duff. Like, I feel like she was like, you know, the first big yeah. Disney star that did music and that they really like experimented all of that kind of, and you've seen it in so many 
uh, like Disney stars after that and like family channel stars, even like Nickelodeon stars. I mean, Ariana Grande, like there's so many like, I don't want to say copies because that sounds, but you know what I mean? Like she was like the OG. She was the OG. (laughs) Yes, dude, that's so funny. It's the things you figure out, eh? I'm I'm learning so much just by talking, only been on here with 20 minutes with you and look how much we've learned. Oh my goodness. Weird weird connections we were able to put together. The pineal glands are open. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We're finding enlightenment. Oh my God. Seriously. Um, (laughs) The one thing, so I had I had Danny on. Oh, he was the first episode. So this is about we would have filmed it about two months ago, maybe two and a half, and it came out about two months ago. Uh, nice. I, I wanted to ask him, and I totally forgot was residuals for a Family Channel show. Are they is are they non-existent? Uh no. Like we we do get residuals. Yeah. Um, I don't know like exactly how the payout is if it's like annually or or what. Yeah. Um. But yeah, every now and then, like, it's it's so funny because um, I've done, like, so I also do cartoons, but I've done, like, voice work as well in, um, like, Silent Hill. I don't know how old I was. I actually have, like, zero memory, but I know that I've done it with multiple things where, you know, they either need um, just, like, extra voices in the background or whatever it is. And I'm pretty sure it was Silent Hill or something. You have to let, I was screaming like burn the witch. And so <laughs> they'll just have, and typically too, like if you're um, already going in for ADR, sometimes they'll just, Oh, like, okay, we can, you know, utilize these people that are already kind of here and pay them for this. So I even get like residuals randomly for like Silent Hill. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. Like 50 cents. Cool. Like, <laughs> some random. Yeah, it shows you worked. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would, yeah, because I, I totally, right after I got off and I was thinking, I was like, man, there's so many other things I could ask them. So it's nice to have you on. So I, because I can ask you about the same things. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, Life with Derek was, I'm, I, I think Danny said it's the longest running family channel show, I think is what he said. Which oh, I wow. Would, yeah, I think because it was four seasons and then you guys did the movie. Now yeah. with this movie, cause this is funny because we, we talked about this and I just rewatched it a couple months ago because I hadn't seen Vacation with Derek in a long time. Um, rewatch all these. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, it, it's fun. <laughs> and that's what this whole podcast is about is just, just having um, people that helped shape my childhood on and be mm. able to talk to them. So th- this is really, talking to you right now is really cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, the one thing I, I want to talk about with, with Vacation with Derek was that they're, for us as viewers, there was a one-year gap between the end of the show and the movie. In the Life with Derek world, there was no time difference at all. It, it The show ended, the movie started. That's how it went. Oh, really? For you guys, oh. it was two years, Danny had told me. Yeah, I don't even so, remember that. Yeah, oh, my I, gosh. I didn't I thought re-watching it, it was so odd that they just try to go from end to start just like that because right. you guys all look way different. Besides Danny, you guys all have different hairstyles for one. And he had said something about your hairstyle, and he wasn't sure. He said not to quote him on. Were you wearing a wig? Oh, that's so funny. Okay, so no, oh, but okay. originally, so because obviously my hair was like very different. Yeah. Um, their original plan was actually, and we ended up filming, like, you know, I want to say like maybe three scenes or so. Um, they put me in a wig. Because they they wanted it, you know. I obviously I still looked like Lizzie, but at the same time they wanted it to be like very recognizably this is Lizzie, and obviously I 
like in the show, I never dyed my hair. I only had just my natural brown hair. Um, and so they put me in a brown wig and I'm pretty sure it had like bangs and it was long. And anyway, not the most flattering wig in my opinion, but then to my happy surprise, they, um, ended up saying no, the, I don't know if it was the network. Like, I don't know if it was family or if it was just, you know, the production team or the higher ups that decide all of the magical final, yeah. final decisions. Um, they basically said, no, we're going to have to refilm the the three scenes or whatever that we filmed and uh, just get your coverage and refilm those because we don't we're not doing the wig anymore. Um, so it was actually my hair. But I feel like why Danny thought that is because I was, in fact, originally planning like planned to have a wig that yeah. makes sense so i think he would have he mixed them up with that and because he thought you were already doing a grassy and had short hair i think is right. where where he got the mix up from but again it was uh 14 years ago so i mean how much are you gonna remember i don't blame him but i yeah i technically right so yeah yeah that's why i'm like hey it's funny that he actually remembered like there was a wig just yeah. not in the final product i just um, thought it was so funny how all of the kids had a different hairstyle besides danny he looked the exact same <laughs> There was no difference. It was oh weird. my god! Like, yeah, it was like um, Michael had his hair like slicked back. I can't remember what the difference with Ashley was. Also, yours was colored, and then Ariel's like I can't remember either. But like, everyone wasn't Ashley shorter. Too. Wasn't Ashley's like yeah. just slightly shorter, maybe yeah. or something? It was yeah. There was it was significant difference for everybody besides Danny's. Yeah. Well, and it was also wild because like I remember all of a sudden like you know I was like Ashley's height pretty much. Oh, and, and, you know, it's like, oh, like I've like, you know, I, I'm I've grown. Like, yeah, you did have a pretty big growth spurt between. I mean, again, it was two years and like it was at an age for you where that would have happened. You would have yeah. grown, right? Yeah. Um, now, I, I talked about this Danny and how like what it was like for him and if he was like ready like to go back into it. Were you automatically when you heard about the movie, you were in no problem? Ah, uh, goodness, you know. I feel like I, I'm trying to think of like, yeah, because I had definitely still been filming and auditioning. Um, I know that I was like either just about to enter high school. I think it was, I think I was technically, was it grade eight? Bef just I know that when I booked Degrassi, it was um, like halfway through or not even halfway through it was like three months into my grade nine year and i i'm pretty sure if vacation with eric was filmed in september it was probably the fall before going into grade nine yeah danny said it was it was september of 09 that you guys had filmed vacation okay with eric. time crazy and it's even yeah. more confusing because i see the different than you guys you guys see as when you filmed i see it yeah. as, you know so like yeah. I vacation with Derek. i think summer of 2010 that's what pops in my head but right. it's way different for you guys obviously yeah yeah and yeah since you're a year older than me you would have been i would have been in grade eight you would have been grade nine yes and actually that um the fact that you said summer of 2010 when we did the movie premiere i had short hair at the time uh if you look at those god awful red carpet photos. <laughs> I hate I hate red carpet photos man like oh uh, my goodness I have an event coming up in December and I'm just like oh god not like oh no uh, but yeah no it's uh I had short hair then so yeah it would have been literally like just before um booking Degrassi uh, and 
you know, I didn't obviously have my hair cut yet at that point. And I, I, it was, and I remember like, obviously like trying to like, you know, be cool for grade nine. So I think that's why I had that hairstyle was because it was, you know, getting ready to officially be in high school. Yeah. And you're like, (laughs) all the people that know you from different schools and you're like, whoa, who's that girl with the colored hair? Yeah. 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 Not Lizzie no more. Yeah, and then exactly. obviously I filmed that and I'm like, oh no. And then <laughs> hairstyle change again. It's like, yeah. all right. So yeah, what, what Danny had told me was like, he was just about to be in university. Like he'd already set up his dorm and then he's like, okay, I guess I'm going to go film for a month. Like he was, he, he was teetering. He told me on if he was going to do it or not, because oh. yeah, he just said he just set up his dorm and then he goes, okay, I guess I got to go film for a month. But for yeah. you, did it, was it more so I'm in no problem? Yeah, no, I, I, I've always been like, and you know, this is, uh, very true to just my nature and my being in general is I love spontaneity. Um, I think that's why growing up, you know, can, you know, obviously wanting to continue in the industry and, um, you know, I've always liked not necessarily knowing what I'm going to be doing a couple of weeks from now or tomorrow. Um, and so that, you know, was exciting for me and I, I love that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pack my bags, take me somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, you guys went to Muskoka. Uh, yeah, it was in uh, Algonquin, Algonquin. Um, and I forget the the name of the resort that mm-hmm. we were filming in, but it was beautiful. It was absolutely stunning. You know, obviously just a, a dream location. I, I love going up north to our family cottage and uh yeah it's it's a dream up there so it's too bad you guys had to act like it was summer in september that's the only i feel like would be the downfall yeah we uh there's like a movie trick and so i hate the cult i i just naturally don't like you picked the wrong country to stay in i know man i'm working on it okay i'm working (laughs) you know what costa rica's looking real good (laughs) especially as it gets cold but um no there's a there's a film trick where uh especially if you're seeing the breath like obviously in the cold weather your breath is hot and so you see the steam uh so they'll give you ice cubes to suck on huh. while you're cold which is great because you're already so cold and then it's like yay let me i gotta be uh, colder yeah, yeah. And but I it's like your breath a specific scene like after hearing that it was in september and i see and ashley's in a bikini i'm like that must have sucked yeah bro no thanks i yeah no thank you and like that's a very you know common thing even just for like my own content now where it's like all right well it's temporary. We're going to go out. We're going to, you know, look nice for these photos or look nice for the video, whatever. We're going to film this. I just literally did a Halloween photo shoot with uh, a good friend, Rachel, who's an incredible photographer and a a makeup artist, Shelby. They're great. Uh, Beautiful photos. Love them. It was like vampire um, in like corset with like beautiful long gown, freezing cold. Uh, but obviously I'm not trying to look like I'm cold in the photos. So I've gotten used to it Yeah. as long as I know it's temporary and there's like a heated car and a warm blanket somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. You can set a temporary pain. Yeah. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Sampak Construction. I'm probably the least handiest person I know. And by probably, I mean, I am the least handiest person I know, but that's where Sampak Construction comes in. From construction management to framing to back framing to renovations, fencing and decking to custom builds, they literally do it all. They offer services through the GTA and surrounding areas. You can email them today at sampackconstruction at live.ca to book their services. 
Again, that is sampatconstruction at live.ca. Um, so after life with Derek, um, I mean, it was not far, far off. So you were talking about getting the role of Adam Torres in Degrassi. And back then, it was just not too well known of either female to male transgenders, teens, just right. let alone in person, or vice versa, male to female. So I'm sure you watched the show as a kid, correct? Being being a kid that grew up, you didn't. No, no so way. You're like the I, first person today that told me they never watched Degrassi. This is insane. I and here's the thing: like I definitely knew of it. You know, it is a right. huge Canadian uh, TV show. Like that, it is very well known outside of Canada as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, obviously, it had always been on my radar, but I was just too young. I feel like to really get into the whole like teen drama and stuff. Plus I really like the only uh, family channel shows or even like, you know, I, I watched a lot of anime. <laughs> so I, I feel like, um, you know, it was just never my thing so much. Oh, and fair. even, even now I'll be honest, like primarily what I watch, if it's, if it's not YouTube content, then it's, you know, I'm opening Crunchyroll and watching anime. So, mm -hmm. um, and that's just a reality and, and, you know, my personality, but, um, obviously it was a huge, huge honor to, to be part of such a well-known TV show. And, um, yeah, like huge, huge, huge. So that makes it more interesting than for you then how did it come up on your radar? There being a role available and was it, did you know right away when you read the role, you knew what the character was and who they were? Okay. So, um, Typically, like my agent um, will send me out for what roles I suit or if she, you know, um, thinks that, you know, oh, like this is a great role for you. I think you should go out for this one. Um, obviously, if I hear of it, but typically I'm, you know, not really scouring the web for local auditions nearby. <laughs> that's yeah. that's usually I, I leave that to my agent and, and her best judgment with that. Um, so. So that was just presented to me as a role. And obviously, you know, you audition hundred times to maybe book one. So it's literally audition after audition after audition. Um, and I know with that one, because they were also trying to um, really protect the, you know, I guess, copyright with lack of not even copyright just you know obviously they don't want to give away too much of the storyline especially such a um you know unique and important character like adam um so the role and you know obviously it was also in the works too so they were probably um really working with the writers and uh, everybody involved to really create the character. And so during the audition process, uh, Adam was listed as a androgynous lesbian. So they really wanted it to be made known that, you know, um, very like tomboy, hence the term androgynous. And then also they wanted to make sure that I, or, you know, the actors auditioning would be comfortable in a, you know, position potentially kissing another girl. Um, and so uh, that I remember going in with um, a toque and I actually put my hair up in the toque because I had, you know, the blonde hair at the time, which was, mm -hmm. you know, pretty girly, I thought. And um, I another thing, too, with auditions is you really try to go in as the character. And sometimes that can be just like a blank slate without the hair 
colored or, you know, um, plain clothing, stuff like that. So, uh, I remember going in with a toque, I tucked my hair back, put it in the toque. So it looked like, you know, I had short hair under the toque, I guess, or no hair. I don't know. And then, um, just a really like baggy t-shirt and some loose fitting pants to, and you know, it's not like I bind it or anything like that for the audition, but definitely just trying to seem more tomboyish and growing up as a tomboy, I was like, ah, yeah, like I totally, I, and it's funny because as a kid, a lot of my like best friends growing up were boys. And so I wanted to be cool like them. And so I would actually put my hair up in a toque and be like, oh, like one of the guys. So no way. Um, yeah. But like very much so a girl. Very yeah. much so, you know, she, her, but it's funny how as a kid, you just think like, Oh, like, you know, I just, I want to be like one of the guys and be cool. And like, I'm just going to put my hair up. So it was, you know, um, little, little throwback to my childhood auditioning for Adam. <laughs> That's awesome though. I love that. Yeah. Um, so when doing, I don't know, how do I ask it? So when, like for you, this probably was such a different character than anything you'd done before. Like, like I said, like this was, let's say two, let's say you auditioned 2009, that's 14 years ago that yeah. we were seeing a female to male transgender teen on TV. Like that was not a known thing. Like we never saw that before. And I mean, granted Degrassi was really good at showing things like that teens were going through yes. and this, this, they were really early with this one. Yeah. So for you getting this part and being Adam, how did you get into that mindset of I'm a girl, I'm playing a girl who's a boy who wants to be a boy. Uh, and the other part of that question was, did you get pushback from anybody you knew, like close friends or family or anything like that? Cause again, that wasn't a very well-known thing. Of course, Right. There were people experiencing it and going through it, but just not very well known. So, um, I think yeah, that was a lot. I know. Sorry. Yeah, I'm like, all right, let me <laughs> yeah, stop yeah, yeah, this yeah. in my head. I remember um, the first part I asked. Yeah. <laughs> so no, obviously, um, it, you know, I, is a huge honor to portray such a groundbreaking and important character. And especially at the time, I mean, Degrassi is always pushing boundaries and it, it, really is ahead of the times. And, you know, uh, seriously, Linda Schuyler is such a incredible human. And if you haven't read her book, highly recommend because even getting to know her more, she's a fellow Aquarius. And anyway, <laughs> shout out, shout out Linda. Um, and, uh, you know, the whole team, really, uh, the writers and um, the directors, we really, uh, you know, it was a, it was a team effort. It was definitely not just on me to create the incredible character that Adam is. Um, and, uh, yeah, huge honor, incredible character. Uh, at the time it was a very, you know, unknown thing, even for myself, like it wasn't something that, you know, I, I knew much about. Um, and so, uh, I believe it was the movie boys don't cry that I watched, um, which was really the only other, uh, you know, movie that was, kind of around at the time, at least that had made it mainstream, um, to, you know, have, have some form of, um, I don't want to say reference necessarily, but, uh, I guess inspiration. Um, and, uh, also, yeah, working together with, uh, the writers, the directors really shaping the character. Um, I know for myself, the, the research that I did, <laughs> 
because Adam is just a guy, right? Like he's yeah. literally just one of the guys. Yeah. And so, like I said, a lot of my best friends growing up were all guys. And so I just was like, all right, I'm going to just start watching what they do, how they act, how they sit, because little things like, you know, they never really sit cross-legged and, um, you know, they, the way they walk or the way their mannerisms are very different, um, typically. And at least with my guy friends. So thank you to all my, to all my guy friends that were (laughs) uh, a beautiful example of just being a guy. Um, and so, you know, even trying to just like lower, lower your voice and just sound, you know, like there was many little things that, um, just kind of fell into place. Um, and it was, you know, honestly, it was uh, a lot of fun. Like I truly fell in love with the character. Um, Adam is, you know, incredible. And we do have some things in common too, because obviously he likes music, he likes comics. And, um, so yeah, it's, it was really just, uh, discovering him and, and, you know, falling in love with who he was. Um, and then as far as like pushback, um, you know, not really. I, I did get, you know, obviously being in high school and so they actually cut my hair short. And so, um, it was not a popular thing for girls to have short hair at the time. Um, trend set up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, it. <laughs> it was really, um, not that popular. And so I definitely got some, I don't even want to, you know, bullying, but just rude remarks or, you know, whatever. And, and if anything, it just helped me relate maybe a little bit more to Adam and feeling, um, and obviously if it were up to me, I'd have, you know, long hair. So feeling a little bit out of my own skin, I guess. Um, and most characters that I've played in the past, you know, you could, um, kind of escape them by, you know, once you're not on camera and you're at home in your own environment, especially with Lizzie, perfect example, you know, I was very much so myself outside of filming. Um, whereas with Adam, because of the short hair and, um, also they, you know, would try to, I couldn't have long nails. Uh, you know, I couldn't necessarily pluck my eyebrows. Um, you know, it, it was, um, I couldn't tan, you know, there was, there was things outside of the, the character, uh, that affected me in my real life. So, um, you know, I'd say that was like the biggest challenge is, you know, going, being in high school. And then you're also like filming, you know, a very different character than yourself. And it's like, whoa, what's going on? Um, so, but you know, as a tomboy, honestly, it just really solidified that I am, I love I love girly things, but you know, I'm I'm pretty tomboy through and through. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like you mentioned, be, that you had to kind of look like Adam the whole time. So like at least between seasons, were you able to do like a little more of your own things that kind of look like yourself? Oh yeah, I mean, I started you buying hair differently. Yeah, 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 I like I bleached it one season, oh. which they were like, okay, we're gonna have to dye this back now somehow i'm like okay but like leave your girl alone like yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah. no and i I definitely um like you know i had fun with wigs and i was definitely uh overcompensating my feminine attributes outside of filming so i would put you know a lot of makeup on and you know good old push-up bras and really try to accentuate um 
those feminine qualities outside of filming um, because obviously, you know, some things I, I couldn't necessarily do, like the the nails or whatever. But Right. You know. I, yeah, I never thought about that. So you were in 136 episodes, which it's a lot. It's a lot of wow. – Yeah, oh I, don't, I don't know if you knew that or forgot, but yeah, 136. Wow. So um, when I first – I mean, not just me, when the viewers and everybody fans first saw, I got a first look at Adam was the shark in the water promo. Yeah. This, this day is the best promo Degrassi's ever done. There was so much. They, they told everybody without saying a single word. Cause there's, it was just a music video. Yeah. Weird thing. So obviously we see Adam in like the fun house mirrors, seeing himself as, what was it? Grace? Gracie. Yeah, Gracie. Great. I'm pretty sure it's Gracie. Yeah. yeah, Gracie. And then, but then it would show Adam as well. So yeah. that everyone probably was like, "What? What's going on here?" So yeah, like I said, there was so much shown in that mm. music video promo. So that was the first first look at at Adam. So did did you get a lot of like once um, the episode started airing and we learned more about Adam and who he was previously? Did you get like uh, any message from fans that are maybe going through the same thing? Oh. The, the messages that I've received have been, you know, any little, any little issue that I, or any little struggle that I had while filming really were so worth it because of the messages that I've received. Um, and even to this day, you know, I, I feel like, um, with a lot of my fan base, um, just really, really incredible stories that they have been you know, so open to share. And um, that's why it's still, you know, to this day, such an honor to have portrayed such a important and groundbreaking character. I mean, Adam was such a voice for so many people, um, whether it's bullying, um, whether it's even just your own sexuality. And, you know, I, maybe it was during the filming of that, that I myself found, okay, I'm going to actually identify as bisexual. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, he, really was a, a strong and empowering voice for many. And um, some of the stories have like, I mean, I, it doesn't take much for me to cry, but I have definitely cried at several stories I've heard from fans for sure. Right. I mean, yeah. and um, just Adam, the character, he was just literally the nicest guy. Oh yeah. Was, Adam was so cool. Yeah. Like there was never like, of course, like there were, there was, uh, there was instances where like he wasn't, but at the same time, like, it, it was it was warranted but like no like yeah he was just like the nicest character on tv so when he got in a car accident from texting and driving it was huge with the fans including myself like it was a huge shock so yeah. how did you find out that adam was going to be killed yeah so essentially um like any you know work i've done on tv series uh usually it's a contract, right? So um, they had a four-year contract for Adam uh, or for, you know, for me, but yeah. <laughs> for Adam. Yeah. Um, and so once that contract was essentially coming up, it's kind of the decision of, okay, do you want to resign and stay longer? Uh, which at that point, you know, obviously I was ready to move on in the sense of, you know, I had gone through most of my high school experience um, portraying Adam. And so I was ready to, you know, take on other roles and, uh, you know, grow my hair out or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so they had been wanting to tell the texting and driving story for quite some time. Mm -hmm. 
but obviously in order for it to actually like have an impact on the viewers the way it's a you know very impactful thing in real life and very sudden and it is a shock um they wanted it to be a lead character they didn't want it to be like a, a you know side character that fans don't really even you know they're not attached to um and so they had approached me saying okay like how do you feel about um this being you know how we end adam's run on the show and uh i mean if there's a way to go out it's with a bang um obviously it was also i think psychologically a little bit of peace of mind for myself um in the sense that uh that was the end of that character um and uh I, like in the read through like i said i i do cry a lot but i was bawling um in the read through of of that script mm -hmm. and uh none of the other castmates knew until we were in the read through so oh. uh, i had known um but nobody yeah so it it definitely came as a shock but i um i think that they approached it very um gracefully and um you know it uh it definitely made an impact on viewers and also it was kind of the hard decision of you know if adam had like ultimately he was going to be starting um uh, testosterone or that was the idea, right? That he was wanting to really, um, go through with a lot more. And these are things that ultimately as an actress, I can only do so much. Um, and so that was another thing too, that, you know, I think it, um, really gave grace to Adam's story. And, you know, the last thing we would want to do is make a mockery of something. And so, especially when you start to get into, um, you know, things like that, it can be really hard to portray that. I mean, at one point, I remember them even talking about like, do we want to start like, you know, if he's starting to take this, like, do, do we, do you, do you need to gain weight? Like, what are the, like, there was, there was a lot of, um, talk amongst kind of what was happening with that too. So I think it, um, ultimately happened for a reason in okay. my opinion and looking back now. Um, but still, yes, like, rest in peace adam because what a phenomenal character seriously and like and it was, it was a really good run it was those three seasons and like he taught so much of being a being transgender because again yeah. like we, we said a couple of times that wasn't too well known of a thing so it's like wow like this this is what they go through yeah. on a daily like it, it it's insane um now did you experience any like um outrage isn't the right word but i remember there just being a lot of like upset people when adam was killed so did you hear about any of that yeah like obviously like anything i i remember hearing so many like rumors online that like oh it's because jordan todacy is pregnant and oh it's because you know like there, there was a lot of rumors um and uh you know people are gonna talk obviously understandably like any you know any character that you fall in love with and then all of a sudden either the show is over or you know they're they're no longer on the show or you know yeah I'll, like they they have an accident like adam did or something um you're left you know missing this person that you love that never actually existed which is a really weird kind of dynamic and um you know, that's 
that's what happens when I fall in love with any anime character and then the season's over or the show's over and I'm like, no, no, we need another season. <laughs> you rewatch it 400 times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I I totally get it. Like as somebody that falls in love with, you know, characters who also fell in love with Adam, you know, I, I totally get it. And I think it's a very, um, you know, warranted reaction is to be like, what the <laughs> you know like seriously yeah so no i totally get that and uh i think if anything it it you know means more in the sense of like adam was so so loved you know like seriously yeah, yeah i guess you, you you wouldn't get that the response if it was a character nobody liked exactly if it's a villain then it's like yeah. oh thank god yeah. <laughs> so clearly you did something right <laughs> yeah right? The way the way the way you brought Adam to the to the TV screen is uh, thank you. It, it, yeah, it was phenomenal. It, it it really was. And like even me uh, back then, so it was 2010, I would have been in grade eight, grade nine. Like I didn't really know, I didn't know anything about just transgenders in general. Yeah. Like what what that really was. So like being able to learn about that at such a young age, it's crazy. Yeah. And like, again, like you did such a good job of betraying like someone that was going through that. So yeah, no, it, it was really, really cool from someone that watched life with Derek and then saw you transition into like literally transition into Cassie. Yeah. Like it was, it, it was really cool. It showed the maturity level of, of change and for mm. you as an actress for me. So thank you. Um, thank yeah, you. And I, I, I definitely want to give credit to the directors and the writers because honestly, like, you know, I, I, I did what, what best I could, but I know it was a huge team effort to create Adam. So, yeah. I love that. Was it, uh, I know you didn't watch the grassy beforehand, but was it still cool? Like say like being on the set of the school and then like the, I can't remember the dot. Was that what the, the restaurant was yeah. called? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the dot, like, like, cause all is all of that fake. That entire street. Is that all fake? Right. Oh yeah. Like the okay. whole, Even it's, the school? it's crazy. Yeah. So it's, uh, I, and I'm pretty sure that now it's like not, they're obviously not using it now, which is crazy to think about, but um, at least last I, don't fact check me. I don't know, but no. Last I last I heard, um, but uh, yeah, no. The whole the whole thing, like it's it's wild. Um, even uh, the the iconic scene where Adam um, burns the photo of him as Gracie and some of his like you know um, the the symbolic burning of the girl clothes and just that letting go, um, you know, of of his dead name and and you know that iconic scene was filmed in the back woods, which is still on the, um, like the location, the, the yeah. property, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so there was a, a bunch of other, like some of the camping scenes were in those woods and, um, the, the iconic hookup scene with, uh, um, Adam and Imogen. Oh yeah. In the car okay. That was like in the backwoods and uh, yeah. like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's like crazy. The more I'm like thinking about all these things, I'm like, yeah, like the backwoods was fun. And no, there's a lot. It's all, it's all just like this big, like we joked about it on set all the time. Like if ever there was a zombie apocalypse, we would all just go to the set of Degrassi because they had like fence borders around the whole perimeter, oh, obviously. Yeah. Um, and you know, like it, it was just there's everything there. Like we we could yeah. have a whole little commune and just 
<laughs> you, hey, you just post up in the school alone and you'd be good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. So yeah, no, it was uh super cool like seeing that and and how much they um like would change things around to make it look like a, a totally different place and that's oh, so I, cool. I mean, I magic it. movies. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. Yeah, it's 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 what the camera camera can do. Um I do a few more things before I let you go. You've been very nice with being on here this long with me. Oh yeah, but we're having fun. Yeah, fun. Hey, I, I think so. I'm, pretty, I'm glad you do too. Letting us have this much fun. <laughs> um, so I heard about a movie that was coming out last September. I heard about a movie called Life with Luca. Of course, yeah, it was a spinoff of Life with Derek. I remember being so fired up because I'm like, this is my favorite Family Channel show. Everyone's gonna be back. I was so excited. I watched the trailer. There's no Lizzie. There's no Edwin. There's no Marty. At this point, I hadn't spoken to Danny yet, so I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. So for you guys, hearing about it, his story was so like so sad. He heard about it while he was in um, therapy, he told me on, on the episode, on the podcast. So <laughs> right when he heard, he was able to stop talking about his ex-girlfriend, he said, and start talking about this with his therapist. Yeah. So yeah. For you, well, when, eh? when you found out about this coming up and that there would be no Lizzie, initial thoughts? Uh, I mean initial thoughts is kind of just like oh wait wait what yeah. what about lizzie did they don't tell me they recast her what is going on uh, um no and yeah. then uh so i actually found out through fans um you know i think i think the biggest thing is like it would have just been nice to have known it would have been nice to had been invited to the screening or anything or even just like oh my god like come for a day on set say hi to everybody it's a family reunion um, I understand, like, obviously why, um, you know, logically why it made sense. Uh, they're really trying to spin this into, like, for a new series. Um, so it makes sense that they're really trying to introduce the new kids. And ultimately, it is, like, you know, the show is called Life with Eric. It's, you know, we were the younger kids who, obviously, yes, with the younger, um, the middle children or the younger kids who were watching you know, maybe they related with Lizzie and, and Edwin or even Marty a little bit more. But, um, you know, ultimately, the show was primarily based around Derek and uh, Casey specifically. So um, it made sense um, from, you know, a business standpoint as to why. Um, you know, I think it's fun that Danny and I got to do a little TikTok together. And oh, yeah, um, I'm going to talk about that. Also, for one, <laughs> you're too nice because I still don't think it's fair. I watched that movie oh, just my. to figure out why you guys were in it and they never even gave an answer. So, no, that's BS. That's I hated funny. it. No, uh, you know, honestly, I, I have yet to watch it. So I do apologize. Oh, okay. I haven't I haven't even watched it yet. My I'm thoughts. sure you knew that yeah. they never. I'm sure Danny had told you that they never even mentioned you three. No, no, I, I, I didn't know it. that. He streamed I, him watching it. Oh, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. See, so I actually <laughs> released um, my two first music videos the same day because, so I saw it once again, I'm a very like, you know, as I've grown older, I am a little bit more business orientated now mindset wise <laughs> and uh, still a degenerate through and through, but you know, <laughs> um, and so no, honestly, I saw it as, oh, well, if they're releasing a new movie, this is a great opportunity and, you know, potentially the best time to release my music. Um, because obviously if people are like, wait a minute, 
they watch the movie and they're like, wait, the, the other kids. And then they, you know, want where's Jordy? And they search her up and boom. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, oh. and plus, you know, I thought it was kind of, a, yes, for publicity, the whole drama behind it is what does well. I'll be honest. So, of course, making TikToks about it and saying, if you want to know what Lizzie's up to and like all of that. And, you know, um, obviously trying to, capitalize off of it as much as I can. And um, so no hard feelings in the sense of, you know, I, 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 I get it. I really do. Like the industry has always been this way. I grew up in it. It makes sense. Life in general isn't fair. Like, you know, that whole, what is it? Like life's, life's tough. Get a helmet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, yes, no, I totally get that. Um, and, you know, handouts aren't free. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing, yes, Danny and I talked about it. We wanted to give the fans something plus obviously it's, it's, you know, publicity for us. Um, but at the same time, like I was kind of like, why? Like I would have loved to like been, been in the know or yeah, like invite me for a day on set or like the screening, but no, it's, it is. It is what it is. You don't have you don't have to admit <laughs> the same thing if you if you don't feel the same way. But what Danny had said was he just had wished that someone had told him. He didn't have to find out the way he found out. And it sounds like it's yeah. same with you. Like if yeah. someone could have given you guys a heads up in a way. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were gonna find out regardless. Like it's not like you, well, it was yeah. gonna, you know, like I don't know. Anyway, I and it is it is what it is. Like honestly, it had been also so long that um you know like i get it. it you know it would be kind of hard to really write in like lizzie and edwin and then marty as well and then it's like what do they only choose one of us and that would be even more odd in my own opinion like to only have like it makes sense that the parents are in it because they're the, the their grandparents you know i get it um and uh yeah like it 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 is what it is. I'm. I was so happy that we were able to get Ariel on the TikTok. Bro, oh my god, so I love that. <laughs> so, uh, okay, what I this is what I said to Danny from the closet to the sound effects of having Ariel in it, everything about that TikTok was perfect. Yeah. I love that so much. He said that like he called you and stuff, and like you were either planning on making a trip out there or like you made that trip around that, and then you guys went and um were sightseeing <laughs> and stuff. So like no, everything about that TikTok is perfect. So for those who don't know, you guys not recreated, but you guys brought mm -hmm. Edwin and Lizzie back for a scene talking about Derek, Casey, Nora, and I'm having, I'm drawing a blank. What was it as name? Uh, who? Sorry. Oh, oh uh, George, George. George. So yeah. yeah. About them having a family reunion without you guys. Yeah. It yeah. was perfect. So can you talk about like how you guys decided on that? Yeah. So I remember like, we had just done a, uh, like, cause Danny also streams. So we were both in the streamer world and we, uh, he invited me to do, uh, like a dungeons and dragons virtual. It was, it was super fun. Um, anyway, so we had like just kind of done that. And then we were just like talking, you know, we have each other on discord and, and whatnot. And, uh, so he like calls me up one day and we're just sitting there talking. And so, you know, he, he, drops the news and I'm like, yeah, like I, I saw some fans posting about it and stuff like, you know, and I, I remember even like being like, man, like, you know, I, I hope that they get a season out of this. Like, I'd love to, you know, get a quick little payday in there, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. no, hey, fair. 
Um, and, uh, you know, Lizzie comes for a cameo, but, uh, anyway, so yeah, we were, we were just like joking about it. And then I remember Daniel saying like, oh, like, yeah, this is so like the characters, like even the fact that we're talking about this, like we should be in the games closet right now. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Like what the heck? And, uh, he's like, well, you know, honestly, like I, I would like, it would be so great if you could just like fly out here or he, he, like, I think he was joking when he said he was saying something like, yeah, like, you know, just hop on a plane and we'll film a TikTok." And I literally like pulled up my, pulled up my phone. I was like, okay, like, let me just like check my, my schedule. Um, and I was like, yeah, like, uh, I can't this, this weekend, but, um, like next weekend, if I like, I'm just looking at flights now and he's like, wait, what? And like, once again, I, I love spontaneity like this. So I was like, you know what? I'm just, let's do it. Let's do it. And I was actually my first time in Vancouver. Um, I'd been wanting to go for like so long. I never made the trip out there. So this was like a perfect excuse to go see beautiful Vancouver, um, spend some time with Danny, which was awesome. He was ever so kind to let me crash at his place, which was so sweet because <laughs> obviously that's why I'm like, yeah, like if I have a place to stay, hell yeah, that's Hi. great. Um, so yeah, no, it was, it was a super fun time. He also like showed me around and, um, did a bunch of like awesome sightseeing. I met some of his friends there and no, it was a super, super awesome trip. And, within like the first few hours of posting it, we had like so many people like just talking about it and comments and yeah, everybody was, you know, I think, I think the fans really enjoyed um, seeing Edwin and Lizzie and, you know, I, I think we did it um, eloquently, you know, we, we didn't want it to seem um, at least I, in my mind, the biggest thing was, you know, I didn't want it to seem rude, but you know, a little, there's always that little bit of cheekiness that you gotta have. Cause that's what, that's what gets the traction. But ultimately, you know, there, there was never any hard feelings or anything like that. So it was so, it was so good. And I just checked as of right now, it has 3 million views. And <laughs> I also see, but the funny thing is it's also reposted on like multiple different channels and different yeah. TikToks and stuff. So it's way past that. But how the hell did Danny get Ariel in it? Because as far as I know, I've done a ton of research. I can't find her anywhere online. So how did, how are you guys managed to get her? So uh, Ariel and I have stayed in very soft contact. Um, and so I reached out to her because um, when Danny and I were talking about this um, and when we had really like solidified that this was a thing we were doing, I was like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to send Ariel a message. Um, and so I messaged her privately because obviously I didn't you know, I, I like to respect people's privacy and especially if they're not in the industry anymore. And, um, you know, some people just don't necessarily want to, to be back in, especially with social media nowadays. I totally get it. I totally do. Um, so I really didn't know if that would be something that she was down for. And, um, and she was like, Oh, absolutely. I was like, yes. So, so cool. I joined, like, I just made a little group chat with the three of us, Danny, Ariel, and I, and uh, we we got her to do a couple different takes, saying a couple different lines um, that we had, you know, mock written up at the time. Um, and uh, she was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And so we, I for, I don't even remember what what we use yeah. now. But you guys having a party or something? Yeah, like, yeah. And, or something like that. Yeah, because yeah. we knew that like that was going to be the the end of the TikTok. Like what what 
people would be left seeing. So we're like, we like we that's why I think we like played around with a few different lines and like what she would say. Um, and that one is the one that we we ended up choosing. And it was genius, yeah. it was genius <laughs> because yeah, you guys had the perfect dynamic between Lizzie and Edwin, and then you're like, oh, that was pretty funny. And then all of a sudden you think it's the end, and then yeah, you see Marty. Right. It's yeah. And which is so like true to the show because the amount of times that she'd be like, I want to be in the closet too. Like, oh yeah. You guys would yeah, you guys would leave her out, which which makes sense, right? Yeah. That's that's awesome. Um, I know. so <laughs> actually the last thing on Life with Luca, Life with Derek. So the show is they, they are creating a Life with Luca show. If they called you tomorrow and said, Do you want to come back as Lizzie? Are you doing it? Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. Like, okay. you know, I I I I'll be the right price is what we should be saying. No, no, (laughs) not even that. No, honestly, I think um, the biggest thing is I would just want to see the script. Like I, I, you know, I'd be very curious as to what Lizzie would be doing and um, what she'd be up to. But um, obviously if it was, you know, a, appropriate or not, not appropriate. What am I trying to say? Like I, I, I just would like to, you know, if I'm going to go back and do Lizzie, I would hope that it's done to justice. Mm-hmm. And so I would I would hope that it's, you know, something fun, not anything big. I wouldn't expect anything big, even if it's just like a one line thing. But point being, I would I would definitely ask to see a script ahead of time. But yes, right. essentially in a heartbeat, that would be fun. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Danny said the same thing, essentially. Um, so the last thing I got uh, for you is OnlyFans. Yeah. So you joined OnlyFans of July, July of 2020. It was your first post. I was doing, I was doing some research. So yep. what went into the decision to start an OnlyFans with you? Honestly, like for me, it's it's about content freedom and content control. Um, so, you know, that was kind of a way to do that, um, especially with um, being <sighs> – you know, the feeling of being typecast as this, you know, very tomboy and, you know, playing Adam, obviously that feminine side, especially for a while, it was, you know, I I was seen as Adam. And um, so for me, it was a little bit of my own um, self-expression that I really uh, wanted to experiment with. Um, But also content freedom is huge. And I know like, you know, Instagram, TikTok, love them. I am a uh, Instagram girly through and through. TikTok is great. Love it. But there's many things that uh, in my mind are, you know, not, um, not appropriately. Um, i trying to think of the best way to word this. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot. Here, here's what I'm just going to say. You know, I'll post a video of me longboarding in a t-shirt and it will get taken down for adult nudity or something and it's like and I understand obviously you have enough people that you know I get it if the algorithm or you know um what is it that the AI that will sense certain things or something um but it it can be very frustrating as a you know creator or creative person feeling like oh my goodness like I even tried to um post some of the um footage from the hard money music video on uh tiktok and i very specifically chose the parts of it that i thought were you know very okay for tiktok and uh got taken down i'm like oh okay great um so yeah it, it was also kind of the rebelling against that um you know forced content 
um, and having a little bit more control. Plus, honestly, like I have loved getting to know people through the messaging on, on OnlyFans. Um, it's a, it's a great way to connect. And, you know, obviously you have some spicy chats, but, um, I've also had like a lot of really good deep conversations. Um, some other musicians that are on there that, you know, we've had some creative talks and, you know, it's, it's, honestly just a great platform to um really connect with an audience um also have the freedom to create the content you want hmm. self-expression is huge for me um feminine energy woman empowerment all that um so you know i've loved it and that's why i've kept doing it um and uh yeah i mean if there's any girls out there, I'm an open book. So if ever uh, somebody wants to know uh, the ins and outs of it, I, I always, you know, open my DMs to that. And um, that's I, I've also um, gotten some girls on through referral links and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm an open book with that kind of stuff. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, I know you just kind of talked about it and everything like that. But before I let you go, if there's anything you want to plug, the floor is all yours. Uh, my music is definitely the biggest thing right now that I am pursuing. Um, I have produced and directed the two music videos that are out right now, Hard Money and Warning. My artist name is Oddity, which is actually my Instagram mural. Um, I chose to, you know, make a alias under music, um, as other creatives have done. But uh, honestly, as an independent artist, every stream, every uh, like watch time, um, adding it to playlists and and really trying to share it, uh, making TikToks with the sound, making Instagram reels with the sound, like all of that is, you know, huge. And it, it really does um, support us independent artists. So um, anything like that is huge. I, I hugely appreciate it. Uh, so go check, go check out the songs more to come full EP on the way. I'm very, very excited for it. Um, can't wait. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Well, <laughs> well, Jordy, thank you so much for coming on here. Let me ask you all my silly questions. I appreciate it immensely from the kid that was able to watch Lizzie as, as I was a kid. And then as I got, got older, Adam as well, this was really cool. So thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. We'll, 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 we'll talk soon. Yes. And that was the Quaid Bar Show.